Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome back, everyone. It's your girl, Natasha. And, you know, I was thinking about what to go into as far as this episode. And I was bouncing back several different ideas. And then I was reading something and it just came about that this, this needs to be talked about. This needs to be shared. And that is this inner power we have within us, this courage, this this resiliency within us to tap into this duality of our wholeness. And this is the shadow and the light. You can label these however you like, dark light, shadow, love, you know, those kind of things. But when it comes down to all of this, part of getting back to our inner power is also cultivating this practice of inner detoxing. And what do I mean by that? It's about us becoming really conscious of the need to continually detox our inner world, you know, in order for us to feel safe and to actually nurture ourselves from this place of wholeness. And that is going into those negative, for the sake of labeling it, those shadows, those things that challenge us and to really go in there. But it's not just about going in there. It's about working with them and allowing ourselves this time to detoxify them. It's about getting into those negative forces or circumstances and really diving deep into them so that we can clear them away to ensure that our overall health is back into its state of wholeness in its state of balance you know ultimately this is a an expression of unconditional love for ourselves it's about us quieting the critic within and allowing that inner child that child within to remember the joy of exploring our whole life and everything that makes us who we are and those are the four quadrants of life body mind spirit the emotions or heart and it's about us tapping into this ability to really cultivate and maintain this inner balance within those four quadrants knowing that there's going to be times that that they're not all going to be balanced at once or be equal and i feel that when we build this resiliency that we can really get into releasing the stress and those troubling emotions and really nurture this healthy state of mind body spirit and heart or the emotions 
it always comes back to us maintaining this balance, this harmony within this place of ease. But it comes from us really living from a place of consciously and taking responsibility for our lives. And this is our outer life and our inner life. It's a process of inner cleansing as well as outer cleansing. And with the spring coming up, this is a great time to really tap into this, to really get into some cleansing in all areas, in our outer world, in our home, in our body, but also do that inner work. And part of the thing I love about Ayurveda is an Ayurvedic cleanse or a digestive reset is all about doing the work for both. It's not just about cleaning up our diet and cleaning up our home, that spring cleaning, but it's also cleaning up those emotions, those thoughts, the mindset that can hold us in this place of being stagnant. And when we take the time to get in there, work with them and reflect on them and to release them, that's where we get back into this place of wholeness and balance. And the thing is, is these four quadrants of life, the body, the mind, the emotions, the spirit, they're all interconnected with each other. And I've talked about this before, but there's also this interdependence between them as well. But it's their connection with each other that brings us back to our wholeness. And it's also this wholeness that we can tap into the duality of what this all brings to our life. So when we're talking about this in our detox, how can we do this? So what are some things that we can do? How do we really own our inner life and learn to detoxify them in a conscious and continuous basis? Well, I already mentioned the first one, which is live consciously. And we start living consciously by not allowing the stress and the circumstances or the situations with, within our day, within us to actually set the tone for our happiness or for the lack of it. It's about a tapping into this place of accepting that we are not just one part of this. We are not just our minds. We are not just our emotions or our body or just our spirit. It's again, this interconnection of all of these being part of who we are and a part of our wholeness. It's about all these parts being part of this beautiful organic system that makes us who we are, that makes us to this place of our wholeness, duality. All of this brings us back to our wholeness. And when we can come to this place consciously, that we can accept that we can control our thoughts and that our thoughts don't control us. We have a place of responsibility to choose. And when we are more aware of the thoughts, and this is where becoming more present and allowing time for reflection and stillness into our day, that we can become more aware of our thoughts and sort of act like this gatekeeper of our thoughts. It allows us this ability to direct our thoughts in a way that 
that we're not pushing them away, that we are able to take a moment with them, recognize and sort of sense where they're coming from. And not just from this place of the logical mind, but sort of take this in and from this place of consciously choosing how we want to direct this thought. And not getting into that spiral that can take us into this rabbit hole that just sinks us deeper into despair or worry or even deeper into this place of stress. And this is interesting. When I was reading this article, it was talking about how that love or fear or really any negative emotion or you could say positive emotion cannot be within our heart simultaneously. And I was thinking about this. Even though that there's this duality that we have that makes us who we are, this is absolutely right. We cannot be in that place simultaneously. We can fluctuate between them. And yes, we do want this fluctuation because that's what makes us who we are. And that is part of our wholeness. That is part of our duality. But it's about not maybe going all the way through the scale, but making it more subtle and not getting down through that rabbit hole that sucks you in deeper and deeper. Now, that's not to say you're not going to have moments when they're really deep into your sadness or grief. Those are moments that are there to help us and challenge us and teach us some lessons, important lessons. And it's part of life. It's part of our life experience. But on the same token, when we are staying really aware and consciously present, it also allows us to be able to shift into the next vibration, you could say, or the next energy level or the next quality within our emotions, within our thoughts. And we can hold space for all of these. But it's about really taking a moment to tap into them and to be able to move from forward from that place and adding a little bit more ease and grace and flow into our everyday life. That's how I feel about that. And I thought there was some real truth into what this article was talking about. So the next part of the article, it was going on about how we can use our body. When our mind feels like it's out of control, we can actually use our body to move this through as well. And this is part of that embodiment experience. Truly taking it in for a moment to embody it with all our senses, to really truly feel this, and then be able to move it through the body. And through movement, we can move that stagnated energy out and through. We can also do this with the breath. So with breath work, breathing into it deeply, breathing into the emotion, breathing into the thought to release it, to move it through. And doing this as often as possible. We can do this through meditation or just simply being out in nature grounding ourselves, connecting our body to the earth, and taking ourselves into the space where clarity can come through. And it really taps us again into those senses, smell, hear, feel, see, bringing this all into place so that the focus becomes bigger than just us. 
It allows us that time away to break the stressful projects or situations down into more of a tangible, doable, positive actions. And this can really relieve that wild mind, that mind that gets kind of unleashed and out of control. And that's the same thing with the emotions when it becomes untamable or that wildness grounding ourselves and really connecting to the earth, to our breath, to our body, connecting back to our bones and our structure can bring in this sense of peace and ease to allow us to consciously be in the present moment and to move through it so that we're not just putting a Band-Aid on it, but we're actually getting down to the root. Through social media, I also saw a great post where a friend was sharing about a stressful situation she was going through and the need to move it through. And she just parked the car and saw, was sort of called to this tree out in the park and just went and stood by this tree, grounding heart, head to the tree. And, and the way she was able to not just ground her body, but to move the energy through, the, to move the anger through and to just be in that moment of presence. It didn't mean that she stuffed it down, but she actually was present with it and was able to move it through. And her actions allowed that to move her forward into her day with more clarity, more peace, more inner peace to say that. And that's something when we can establish ourselves with more inner peace on an everyday basis, still living in this world. And this will come as no surprise, but I have mentioned so much about meditation, but the need for us to step away, to be still, to be off social media, to be off the business of life and to get back into just being, just being, being in the moment, stepping away for self-reflection versus having that negative emotion we can take a moment, step away, take time to just let this process, because that time can help give us the clarity. And we can ask those questions, what's going on? Why am I angry with this? You know, it's about us tapping into ourselves and our reaction, how we are being triggered, and really owning the emotions. You know, just like pain in the body is the body's way of asking us to listen. A symptom is there to say, wake up, I need help, you need to shift something. The emotions are the same thing. They're, it's information. And when we allow ourselves to sit with them, they can tell us their story. And it's from that point after we give them the time and honor them, giving them the space that we can then release them, release them fully and come out on the other side to be able to move forward. Again, with that place of peace, of with clarity and with this innate wisdom from, from what it was there to share with us. And this is so important as we continue to evolve and move forward into our life and everyday life. Now, as this conversation keeps going on, I keep getting deeper into this and 
this is a doozy. This about us really being honest with ourselves, being honest with ourselves with our addictions. And I know that word addiction is going to trigger people, but it's this addiction, not just to food or to, or to our phone or to spending money and buying or shopping or to drugs or alcohol or anything like this. But it's the addiction of settling, this addiction of just being complacent and not doing the work. This place of self-abandonment to avoid that discomfort or pain or even just the processing. But the point here is, is that there's this wisdom, there's this lesson, there's this great beauty, there's this juiciness, this radiance that is waiting on the other side when we tap into this and we are honest, truly, truly honest with ourselves and tapping into this. And that goes back to all those other things I had mentioned. You know, being more consciously, really living in the present moment, giving time for self-reflection, all of this really coming from all aspects of our wholeness. It really is the key to how we can transform our lives and live our life within this pulse of power, of radiance, and just living a juicy life. So within this article, it was sharing things about how we can help ourselves with inner detox. And I love this part because it, it was just key to me. And that was, it was talking about strength training for this inner detox. So to strength train our inner life, you can check in with yourself before your balance goes way off, before that imbalance goes way down that rabbit hole. And the ways we can do this is continually map the state of our mind, body, and spirit, and emotions, our heart, to determine what needs nurturing the most. I love this one. And then to love the weak part, to boost your resiliency, to strengthen and maintain those areas that need your loving attention. Know what feeds your own mind, what feeds your body your soul, your heart, and whether it's cleaner food, a better sleep, fresh air, being outside in the sunlight, walking your dog, being with your pet, being with your loved ones, maybe taking a moment to step away from your desk. Those are the things that we can do for ourselves every single day. And then know when to give your mind a break. It doesn't always have to be this hustle mentality that we have to do everything, we have to figure out everything now. And this is this one is really key because I love to do the hustle and the do, 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 and to get back into that place of just being, into that place of just settling into this silence can be really hard. And then it goes on about recognizing when to give your spirit a ceremony. Isn't that beautiful to give our spirit, give our soul a ceremony, to get almost give this sacred ritual to our soul or spirit? I love that. And that, I think, is where we can bring more sacredness into our life, bringing more of the tasks that we do every day 
more as a sacred ritual. Wouldn't that give, I mean, think about it, wouldn't that give us all a little bit more food for the soul? I think so. Okay, so I just kind of just downloaded on you there. It was just like, I don't even know if all of this makes sense, but I will find out after <laughs> if it does. All right, so the key here is to focus on what's going right in your life, what is really blossoming, not always focusing on what's going wrong. That's not to diminish that because it's going to come up anyways. We got to make time and space for that. But we also have to take ownership, take responsibility here to manage the level of our own energy, our own vibration. And something that I'm working on, and I hope you are too, is having more faith and trust and bringing more light to others, being more of a service to others to create impact in this world, to create within our life, to be creative, to do what we love and what makes you feel fantastic, that makes you feel that juiciness and just completely radiant. What nurtures the entirety of what makes you you to tap into what nourishes your wholeness. And then to do that over and over and over and over and over again. And allowing things to adapt and change, to let the subtle shifts of this experience of life happen. And that will hopefully bring in more ease, more harmony, and more flow into our lives. I sure hope it does for mine and for yours. But with that, all we can do is keep going out there and trying. Keep doing the work. Keep showing up. Keep stepping up, stepping in, tuning into our duality, tuning into our wholeness, tuning into all those aspects that make us us. Yes to that. And that, my friends, I believe is where that inner power is, that place of courage to do what must be done. And it's interesting that inner power was also the card that I pulled for House of Shakti this week. And that's what we are working on this week in regards to abundance is inner power. It's about giving, giving us the courage and the power to do what must be done. And that is tapping into our wholeness, into our duality, taking responsibility and living consciously into our wholeness, into our duality. I also have a free embodiment practice coming up this week. And it's all about this, tapping into this inner power, tapping into our boldness and into the grace. So if you want to check that out, it's on Thursday, March 16th. I will leave the link for you to check that out. Hope to see you there. And with that, hopefully you'll also check out House of Shakti and everything that we're working with in there. This month, it's all been about abundance and it's been quite a ride so far, everything that's been coming up. So it's been 
yeah, it's been pretty epic already. And the month is just, we're not even halfway there yet. All right, my friends, with that, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining and uh, wishing you a day where you allow your mind and body to work as a team. Until next time, bye for now.